get a plan for your life and stick to it. A few other things, and I'm going to announce some things throughout the show just because we have a lot going on. Um, For our 901 Butterflies and the 901 Evolution, we're having open enrollment. Uh, Just found out about this today. We were were able to get another place. Um, So on March 15th at 10 o'clock, we're going to have open enrollment for the 901 Butterflies and 901 Evolution, which is our boys group. So if you know of a young lady or young man that's in the Memphis area, please contact us. I'm going to post this on Facebook. It's going to be at the University of Memphis, the art building, and I believe, get the room number for you. Sorry about that. It's room 257. So the art uh, building, and that's right there on, I believe that's central. Uh, you can enter from right there, and it's building or room 257. That's March 15th, 10 o'clock, and this is the open enrollment for the boys and the girls. So we'll all be there. Uh, for the girls, it's age 13 and up. Uh, the boys are going to kind of go to that. However, they do allow smaller people in as well, or younger people. And we do, too. It just kind of depends on what we're doing as to what they can do. So keep that in mind. 901 Butterflies and 901 Evolution, March 15th, 10 o'clock at the University of Memphis in the art building. <clears throat> One other thing before we go, and then I'll give some more things out. I have just a couple more things I want to get out. But we do have a writing competition for middle school and high school students. And this for Tennessee or for Memphis, this is all over. So if you know of a school, a teacher that you want to share this with, uh, please share it. And it's, it's a determination in spite of situations is the name of the contest. And what we are promoting is determination, to be determined in spite of your circumstances, your situation, your past, um, what it looks like. You know, some of our kids are first-time um, first college people or whatever that can go. They're, they're the first to go, to go to college or to be able to go, to even have that offer, but sometimes they miss it. I've known kids who have missed things like this because no one in their family went no one's really talking about it. They had the grades. They just did not have anybody to, to help them through. So we have a very exciting guest. I'm not going to tell the guest right now. I'm going to announce the guest Monday. I'm going to put it out Monday, announce it. So uh, just kind of hang around, stay with us, but I'm going to announce a very, very empowering story. Um, hopefully many of you probably heard about this story because it it's been a – kind of went viral. Um, so just hang with us, and I'm going to announce that. But I'll give you some more information on some things coming um, during the show. What I want to do is just turn it over uh, to Erin. Erin, come on with us and just tell us about who you are, what you're doing, some new things I know you have coming. If you'll just introduce yourself, and then we'll get into some of the questions I have and then allow the, the our listeners to do the same. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you for having me on uh, again, too. It's always a pleasure to uh, to be on the Butterfly Evolution Show with uh, Tammy, uh, a phenomenal woman doing uh, great things in the city of Memphis and around the Tennessee, uh, around the state of Tennessee, too, as well. <clears throat> well, my name is Aaron Jordan. I'm an author. I'm a self-help relationship author. I wrote a book called The Power Within, A Woman's Worth from Both Sexes, and um, it's actually a uh, 
volume one of a two-book series. I'm actually writing uh, the continuation book of that now uh, while promoting and um, marketing for my first book, <laughs> too, as well. And uh, and that, that book goes in uh, great detail about understanding the dynamics of of relationships and understanding your words on uh, <clears throat> from both from both men for both men and women too as well getting people back to those core values of of relationship the whole order and dynamics of it and and helping people to distinguish great value help them to realize that that you deserve much more than what you're settling for in your life too as well this book is um is is it's great for anybody that's single that that's in that in a stage or that mindset of being stuck, or if they're in a relationship and they're stuck at a point that's not moving forward uh, too as well. So uh, this, this book is a great book. Um, I'm looking forward to going in more detail with you guys out there tonight. Uh, too as well. Looking forward to answering a plethora of questions. So I know Tammy got got a plethora of questions for me. So I'm I'm waiting on them. I do, I do, and I missed this last time, or at least I, we didn't talk much about this, but the first thing that stood out, and, and I, I did hear you say settling just a minute ago, that word, but mm-hmm. before that, mm-hmm. before we get into that, you mentioned uh, what we put our minds to, um, that the thoughts and the things, those thoughts and things uh, can manifest into reality, and that's putting mm-hmm. a lot of power into, again, our mind and the way we think, and, of course, mm-hmm. I, I a little bit about that in the show. Talk to us just a little, and I know that people may not see the, you know, how relevant that is when it comes to relationship and so forth, but talk to us, uh, just kind of enlighten us on your thoughts about manifesting um, those things into reality um, a little bit. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I call it the uh, I call it the law of attraction and dating. And the thing is, is that we all have triggers that we deal with in our relationship. And the thing that we do is we we move on before we're truly ready to move on to another relationship. We as people, um, especially single people too, as well, and uh, and um, you have those serial daters and all that. They they do not give themselves time to actually heal from the baggage that they've been dealing with in previous relationships or in their current relationship or even from their childhood too as well. So the thing that they do, they do is it plays on the mind. The mind is a is a powerful is a is a powerful mechanism. You have your subconscious mind, you have your conscious mind. And the thing is is that people people in dating and relationships they try to use other relationships or pursue other relationships to try to hide that baggage that they had that they get that they they have in themselves from previous relationships and the thing is what that does what they do is it clouds your mind it clouds your judgment and it, and it does and um <clears throat> excuse me and it also um makes you um not aware that you're attracting the same thing that uh same thing in the same baggage that you that you just left from uh prior to uh, a few months ago too as well so the thing is is that um 
that our, our mind, I, I use this quote all the time, thoughts are things, they manifest into reality. So whatever your mind, whatever you, whatever is dominating your mind the most, that's what you're going to attract. So in dating, if you're thinking about that relationship that you had years ago or months ago or whatever and how much that hurts you and, 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 and what type of void that had in your life, the next relationship that you're going to have is going to be the exact same thing that you're, that, that you're thinking about that's dominating your thoughts. But the only difference is it's going to be dressed up differently than the last. So it's like it's going to be like wolves in sheep clothing, if, if I must say that. But the thing is you're not going to be able to recognize it because it's going to be dressed up just a little bit differently than it was the last, but it's going to be the exact same thing that you're harboring on, the exact same hurt that you're keeping it inside or that you're that you're allowing to dominate your thoughts. Does that make sense? It, it does. It does. I I uh, saw on TV, I believe it was TV somewhere, and, and since I've seen mm-hmm. this, it, it sent me on this um, search for the mindset, just different mindsets, mm-hmm. and it led me to a place where it talks about how our mind re- remembers and focuses on those negative and bad things more so mm-hmm. than we do. And, of course, we know that to be true. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I went searching, kind of wanting to figure out why, and I came across an article, and still lot, lots of stuff I printed off to read on it, but one was very interesting. It talked about the, that the mind, when, when the mind receives negative things or even negative um, experiences, it, it promotes more thought process because it kind of goes mm-hmm. into attack mode or defense mode, and, mm-hmm. and that's why. So as I start to kind of, you know, think about my own life and try to figure people out as well, that was interesting to me because we more often talk about those negative things and negative relationships, negative experiences more so mm-hmm. than we do the good ones and good things. Yeah. And so right there, our mind is already, if you talk about that law of attraction, if we're consistently thinking about our bad relationships, those bad guys or bad girls that we experience, mm-hmm. then we are in some sense, even if we're not attracting that, once if we get a good person the next time, those negative thoughts are still in defense mode, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's it does. Well, I wanted to start with that because on the previous mm-hmm. show, you kind of went right there, that, and I, I caught. I thought, wow, I missed that, you know, doing the the last <laughs> introduction of the show. But I guess because I've been studying the the mindset. Mm-hmm. So, anything on that? Yeah, the the thing is, the mind is is like I stated before is is such a powerful uh, is a powerful thing, and and um and I, it took me a great deal of time to just really understand and um, understand how the mind works, and the mind it. It works and it operates in every facet of our lives. So I mean, like, like if a, like, just say operating a business. If you want to operate a successful business, think you have to know in your mind that okay, well, my business is going to be successful. My business is going to be flourishing. My relate. If you want a good relationship, my relationship is going to be the best relationship ever. You've got to start speaking those things into existence. Stop harboring on the negativity. Not saying that you're not going to get hurt. Everyone gets hurt at least once or twice in their life. But the thing is, you cannot let that dominate your thoughts. You cannot let that uh, let that negativity overpower your mind because the thing is, when you get 
that your God's gifts or the one that's supposed to be there in your life. You're 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 thinking about those negative thoughts or those negative things or the the person who hurt you or the person who broke your heart so much that you're con- you're pushing yourself away from the person that's supposed to be your God's gift, the person that's supposed to be in your life, the person that's supposed to pour life into you, not the person that's supposed to drain life from you, uh, too, as well. So the thing is, the, the mind is such a powerful uh, mechanism, and it, it, and I'm actually I, I'm touching on the the whole mind and law of attraction in my second book, too, as well, in more deep detail, uh, too. So I can't spill any beans or any secrets on that right now. So. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, now you just said everybody gets hurt once or twice in their life. I, I guess I want to know what life you're living in. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. That, that brings me here, though. That brings me here. Um, okay. You say once or twice, and you're, you, you should be right. I'm going to say that. That should be it. However, I want to mm-hmm. go back where you talk about evaluation and observation because once or twice, I, I I get it. We should be there because we should mm-hmm. be picking better. We should be selecting better, mm-hmm. making better choices in who we allow to get to that point mm-hmm. of hurting us. And so often, like you're talking about, let you know, being able to hold on before you move on, so to speak. You know, just wait. Mm-hmm. What just happened here? What role did I play in this? So often we just go from relationship to relationship, and then we find ourselves being hurt a hundred plus times, and then you have that negative mindset of love doesn't work, relationship doesn't work, everybody yeah. is is this and that. So let's go to the evaluation and observation uh, process, if you if you don't mind just explaining that a little bit without giving it away. Okay. Well. The, um... The whole thing about the observation of evaluation, well, in dating, in dating what I find is that we love, we like our love life like we like our food, which is you pop it in the microwave for maybe like 30 seconds to a minute, and boom, your food is hot and ready. So that's the, that's the, the same way that we like our relationships too as well. See, people, I've noticed that people skip the observation of evaluation method because because they, they're ready, they're so rearing and ready for love right now that they skip the most the most valuable steps, meaning you observe yourself with this person. Observe your wives. Observe the why factors in the situation because once you observe um and evaluate the why factor, then you start drawing out factual conclusions about the why factor, meaning that why is this person the way he is? Or, okay, well, I went through this in my last relationship, so let me see if this person is going to be like this or what have you. You, you, it, it, That observation of evaluation, it, come, it comes into play because if you're serious about your love life, you're going to really take into account that, okay, well, I'm not in a position to play. I'm not in a, in a position to just constantly put my heart out on the line and not getting anything reciprocated in return. So that that method, that that whole observation of evaluation method, uh, is is so powerful. And I, I ha- actually have four four cycles that falls under that, and I call it the fourth fourth uh, the fourth quarter love. You have the ninety day process. You have um, the validation period. Then you have getting over your past hurts. 
And then also you have the decision-making stage, too, as well. Because after you get over your past hurts, you want to have you, there's going to be a point where you want to replenish. Be replenished, you're going to be cleansed, and you want to re- be released of all that negative energy, uh, too, as well. And then after that, you have a clear, concise mind of, of making a decision whether or not this person is truly meant for me or is this person truly adding value to my life or is this person really in the position to be my God's gift? You see what I'm saying? I do. Let me ask you a question. How, 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 what percentage, two questions, what percentage of people do you feel are in relationships, dating relationships that they clearly know will never go anywhere? Like and they call it a serious relationship. What percentage would you just kind of guess at? Um, I would, I would, me, me personally, I would guess, I would estimate that as probably being in maybe in the in the high forty, maybe close to fifty percent range, because of the simple fact is that is that you have just take like some states or some cities too as well, where the ratio of men to women or women to men is pretty high or pretty low. <clears throat> and so the fact and the fact of them saying, Okay, well I'm in a relationship, I've been in a relationship for two years or we've been together this long and we went through this to get to this point or so forth. They're just possibly in that relationship just for the fact of saying I'm in a relationship or I'm with someone. So by them being in that relationship for so long, they probably built up a stagnation in their mind thinking that they that they don't deserve more than what they're getting now. So I would probably say maybe in in the high forty, maybe fifty. Okay. That should be that could be lowballing it or or whatever. Okay, okay. Yeah, I would think a little. I just I would just think a little bit more, but but I could be wrong. Yeah. Okay. How yeah, how long? I could be too. How long do you feel one should wait uh, before moving to another relationship, particularly if they've been in a a long term, say a year or more relationship? with someone and it ends, how long do you feel um, that person should should wait before getting involved in another relationship? In my in my opinion, it, it, it solely depends on the person, uh, too, as well. If I had to put a number on it, I should I, should, I, I would say uh, take, take, take time to yourself six months or longer because the thing is is that um, when you're with someone that long, you start to build up habits. You start to adapt to that person, So and you, and you start to uh, adapt to that person's emotions. So if you're with someone maybe a year or two years or whatever, in like a month or two months, you're not going to you're not going to be fully cleansed or or or, or um, done with that person emotionally, uh, too as well. Because I mean, for one, in that time you guys have have been uh, sexually active. Um, that right there is, is a is a whole different emotional barrier itself, uh, too as well. You have to be cleansed from that. Because the thing that uh, people do if if they move on before they're ready, they're going to find themselves in what I call an eternal secret state, uh, state of mind, meaning that that uh, when you're not giving yourself the the proper time to heal, you're going to constantly go through this uh, constant repetitive cycle uh, in your love life, too, as well, because you're going to be adding baggage on top of baggage um, in your life. So that's why I say people... Should, should seriously take the time. I would say six months or longer. Uh, most people they they say they they heal faster than that. But 
if you're really serious about about yourself and your personal growth and your uh, personal development, um, to as well to to be released from that negative energy, I would say six months or longer. I mean, okay. not just not just skating the ice of of being cleansed or getting over that, but I mean, like literally taking the time to get over that person. I mean, delete all contacts, uh, Facebook. I mean, no no ties. Nothing should remind you. Of that hurt Take that time to heal It's going to be some times that you're going to cry It's going to be some times that you're going to uh, Feel like that you're going to revert back Or that you're back at <clears throat> square one But this is a healing process If you if you want to be cleansed and, and, and um, Of all those wounds that you've experienced In that relationship I mean you should take that time Okay What do, what do you feel and, and for those of you who are listening Questions and Comments anytime, select the number one, and I will pull you in by providing your area code and the last four digits of the number you're calling from. So if you're listening, on, on, by the way, a phone with us, you select the number one, and we'll pull you in. Oh, we have, a, we have one. Okay. I'll save mine. I'm a mark, so I'll know where I am. Okay, we're going to pull okay. someone in. All right. I am pulling in from 504 area code with the last four digits of 7037. Caller, thank you for calling. You're on the air with us. Hey, what's going on, Tammy? This is Trent Williams. Hey, what's going on, Eric? Hey, Aaron. Trent, how you doing, man? You doing all right? Pretty good, man. Just uh, calling in to show my support to Tammy and uh, you uh, on your book and, and everything. I have a quick comment on the uh, the time limit on when you when you should move on. Actually, I feel to believe that you know you have to hurt before you heal. I wouldn't put okay. a time frame on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it depends. For me personally. I mean, it took me seven years. You have to hurt yeah. before you heal because, I mean, you could be hurting in a relationship mm-hmm. and not move on in that relationship. You could be, like, mm-hmm. you know, stagnant and saying, well, you know what, I'm going to hang around for a little while or for whatever reason, it, you know, it may be. But you have to hurt before you heal. But, if you, mm-hmm. you know, if you're hurting in that relationship, I think that you would be able to move on a little further because mentally you're probably not even there. If you're hurting mm-hmm. in that relationship, on the tail end of that relationship, you're probably not even there mentally. So you, you'll be able to move on a little quicker. But, yeah. but I wouldn't put a time limit on that, me personally. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and that's yeah. why and that's why I stated uh, it depends on the person yeah, yeah, too, I heard you, as well, I heard you. too as well. Yeah. So, but you know, if I had to put a time limit on, I would think six months because you. But you have you have people that been in relationships or engagements or on the verge of getting married or been in marriages uh, for quite mm-hmm. some time, and then, like, in, like, 60 days, they're back out on the dating scene or whatever. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I say exactly. it's, it's, it's all about taking that time to mentally cleanse yourself emotionally, physically, yeah. spiritually, too, as well, because, I mean, like I stated I before, um, the sexual part, that's a whole other emotion within itself. And that's where that's where a lot of that's where a lot of humans mix that up. And when I say humans, yeah. just us as a whole, we we tend yeah. to to get into that physical because we want to we get into this whole thing of, well, I'm going to go out and do me now. Well, doing you, you're not mentally ready for that. So if exactly. I get into the physical with you, it's not going to work out because I'm transferring the pain. Yeah, I'm transferring. Right. It. I haven't com- I haven't completed that process. So you have to mm-hmm. fully hurt before you heal. But, exactly. hey, great, great topic, guys, and 
Hey, Trent, I'm not going to let you off that easy. Trent, hold on, hold on. You can't go. That's too easy for you to just slip in and slip out. I have a question. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. A couple of things. Okay. Okay. Uh, Trent, you mentioned, well, let's go to this one first. I got a couple of questions. Trent, you mentioned about, did it take you about, did you say about seven years to to, to kind of heal? It took me seven years to complete my process. Correct. Can you give us just some things? What What do you think, if you had to name two things maybe that helped you the most? Now, being out of it, looking back, um, what do you think while going through that process, can you give us at least one or two things that uh, kind of helped you the most, do you think? Um, the one thing that helped me, and I have two daughters. I have an older daughter who's 19. Mm-hmm. I have a nine-year-old who's uh, Kennedy. The 19-year-old is Taylor. The uh, the nine-year-old is Kennedy. Kennedy went through that process with me with the second marriage. The love that she had for me made me want to do better mentally. And I seek professional help to get over that hump. And she was with me through every single counseling session with the doctor. And um, the love that my daughter displayed for me from, you know, eight months to three years old is when we went through that whole entire process until I left the state of Michigan and moved to to Houston. The love that, that she uh, displayed for me, no matter if daddy was broken, no matter if daddy was having a bad day, we would still do our Fridays at the restaurant and teach. I have Fridays where she would love the, the fried uh, green beans and that just gave me life. Every Friday, I look forward to every Friday with her because I know she loved the spring beans with uh, with ranch dressing. So wow. the love that she, she displayed for me got me through it. And I knew that mentally I had to get better because Taylor and Kennedy wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't survive if I wasn't mentally stable. You know, you could have a ton of money and not be stable. Exactly. And the love, the love they uh, they displayed for me. You know, my mother okay. would come up and help me with the. So it's just the love that they displayed to, to answer your question. Okay, and the second one, and I'll let you off. Um, I'll hold the third one. The second one, you, you both of you were mentioning the sex, the sexual part, how people just move on so quickly sexually. I had a a, a well, not young man, he's um, you know mid age say to me that, you know, he, he said, I found myself asking God, why why would, is something so good seem so bad for us, speaking about sex? And he said his answer, the answer that was revealed to him, that it's not sex, it's what sex keeps you from seeing. You get so blinded by the sex exactly. until you don't <laughs> see what's really there. And he said for him, that made him stop wanting, he, he decided that he wasn't going to do sex. He wanted to just date people. He said because what, he, as looking back, he found out that many of the women that he became in, sexually involved with really quickly, had he waited mm-hmm. and like saying Aaron observed, he wouldn't have even, he wouldn't have liked those women even just as a person. They wouldn't have been attracted to him, attractive to him, just based on their who they are. So, but because right. he had gone there, he missed all that. He was missing things right. because he was caught up in the act of sex. So right. well, that what, made me think. What, of- so your, your your question is as far as about the physical part. That's that's your question. 
I guess I wanted you more so to elaborate on that one because I think um, you you mentioned and it may not you may not have did that tonight, but I thought I heard you on some show I was listening to that you you kind of decided not to go there. With yeah, women. actually it was a, uh, wow. I think it's a video I think it's a video that I post um, at one of my conversation events. Um, it was actually um, while wow, you do your homework. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but it, it was a it was a situation in Houston where um, I just, you know, finally mentally removed myself from the situation. You know, I left my daughter. I was still mentally attached there. But in order for, you know, me to get straight mentally, I had to get away from the entire situation physically and in Michigan. So, you know, started going to church over in, uh, in Houston and, you know, met someone through the church. And, you know, we'd start doing the dating thing. But I knew that I couldn't do it you know, physically with the, you know, mm-hmm. we would do the movies and, and the dinner and all that good stuff. And one night she just decided, she says, hey, I think I want to have that glass of wine at your place. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. So, you know, normally I wouldn't have a problem opening up a glass of wine, but on this particular night I was struggling with it. And mm-hmm. it's just the small, it's the smallest of things that make you realize that you're not ready for situations if we're actually in tune with ourselves or we get to that point. So I'm struggling trying to get this corkscrew open, and I couldn't get it open. And I'm saying to myself, you know, you got new addition playing in the background, and, I mean, things are just getting hot and heavy. And, you know, she was fine as Texas, you know. And anybody from Texas know what I'm talking about. I say fine as Texas. I couldn't oh, yeah. get this bottle of wine open. And in that moment, I knew, Tammy, in that moment, I knew that I couldn't physically go there with her because I wasn't mentally ready. Uh, my mental was still co- connected to my ex-wife because I hadn't dissolved those issues. But, but how about it. how, how was, big of, of of you to recognize that and then follow through? Exactly. Mind, we started with the mindset yeah. talking. I don't know how long you've been on, but we kind of started talking about that mindset. So, awesome story, yeah. Aaron. I mean, you have to. You, yeah, and, and, I, and I'm just I'm just sitting here listening to Trent, and it goes back to a, a, a video that I post. I started posting YouTube videos of a viral, called my viral relationship series, and right now I'm on um, about to get ready to post um, volume six, but volume four uh, was called Role of a Man. It's actually chapter four of my uh, of my book. And just listening to Trent talk and um sharing his uh his, his message and his experience, it seemed like at that moment you got you got right you got that reconnected with your with your connecting source, which is the connecting source that gives you all understanding and make you aware of certain things, even in difficult situations. Does that Absolutely. make sense? So it makes that, sense. And so and that and that's and in chapter four of my book, that's the whole concept of that. Because once we're not connected to our source to reach out and grab our calling, we're going to constantly make those careless or mildest mistake. uh, yeah. mistakes. Because just just think about it, Trent. If if at that moment right there, if you would have just if you would have got that corkscrew open, had the wine, you had the new addition in the background playing, and you pulled <laughs> the wine in the glass. Just think, just think about, not even, not even on a, uh, and and I'm I'm a Christian too as well, so I speak a lot on um, on spiritual things too as well. But look at it from a spiritual level too as well. Just how that right there would have probably 
interfere with your with your calling, with your assignment, which what you was called to do. Right. You know and here's the thing, and and I'll say this now, piggyback off of what you said. I knew within that moment that if if I would have gotten that corkscrew open, I'd have been five year off five years off from my presence exactly. and my vision. Exactly. I'd have been five, I would have been five years off. Exactly. So I walked away from it, and you know, I mean, it was. I'm not gonna lie and say it was tough. It was hard. It, 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 it was, was real hard. hard. <laughs> it was real hard. It was it was extremely hard. But we have yeah. to we have to connect with that with that higher self. And exactly. once we connect with that higher self, and we know where we're going mentally, mm. everything else is gonna follow. Yeah. But you know, I was just tired of just the carnage that I created. After mm-hmm. the after the uh, the split, you know, because all I was doing was transferring pain. Exactly. So, but great point, man. Uh, Tammy, great show, and Aaron, excellent book, brother. Man, I appreciate Thank it, Tammy. Appreciate your support, man. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in with us. Okay, I'll still be tuning in, Tammy. Okay. Okay. If you want to come right. back in, let me know. All right. Okay. Got you. Appreciate it. Okay. You know, um, Trent speaks a lot about time alone, and I know as we were talking a little bit earlier, or you were, Aaron, about the the process and, you know, 90-day process validation, um, getting over your past hurts, and and just the discovery decision period um, going on to the rebounding and so forth. Especially, I think, especially women, um, you know, if we take some time to, to spend with ourselves, uh, I hear also talking a lot about going out to eat, going to the movies. You will you will be so surprised about what you learn about yourself. I've almost gotten mm-hmm. to the point where I have to force myself to be with people, like because I spent so much time <laughs> alone, which is not good either. <laughs> Just have mm-hmm. to force yourself to be around people. You get yeah. so caught up in your and just. You know, you go to the movies. I don't have to ask anybody. What do you want to see? I go see what I want. <laughs> you know, you exactly. don't have to ask. Well, what do you want to eat? You just go eat what you want. But at the <laughs> same time, it's good and bad. So mm-hmm. let's talk about because you you actually kind of tapped into the importance of tapping into your calling and so forth. That's mm-hmm. very difficult to do if you're always running away from yourself because mm-hmm. if you don't want to be with you. If you're afraid to be alone or you don't feel like you're okay to be alone with or to go eat with, mm-hmm. who want, I mean, how can you attract someone who does? And, and that's, and that's the thing. Okay, I'm sorry, I mean, cut you off. I'll just say, let's talk about that. I want you to talk about it, though. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing is that um, when you're not in that mind frame of, well, I, I'll, I'll lead in with this point. The num- I think, in my opinion, the number one reason why. Uh, a lot of us do not like to be single is because it's the fear of, fi- of of what we will find out about ourselves too as well and 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 uh and we just don't want to uh, just find out what it is about ourselves that keeps us going through the same situation so and i and I use my own personal experiences uh to it so i'm about to be a little transparent <clears throat> all of my relationships up until I got married uh they all Ended the exact same way. I mean, I was I was engaged several times before I, before I uh, got married. I'm not ashamed to say it. I was in a, I was in a ton of relationships. I was I I was a womanizer. I was 
I was all that. And then, but I was also that person that also experienced one of some of the deepest hurts in relationships too, as well. And and so the thing is, I was in that mind frame of wanting love, wanting to experience it, wanting to 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 give it back and everything like that. But my actions showed different. And then, but therefore, I wasn't really mentally ready because every every time I end a relationship, I, a few weeks later. I meet somebody else. A few weeks later, I meet somebody else. I was meeting with someone for about maybe a year, two years. Ended a month later, I'm meeting somebody else. And the thing is, what that what that do to you, just like Trent said, is if you don't give yourself that that proper time to to cleanse and 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 heal, you push you constantly pushing yourself back. I'm not talking about you pushing yourself back maybe a month or two. I'm talking about years because the thing is is that because thing is because you're adding once you're adding baggage on top of baggage, and when you get in that mindset of being tired of being tired, it's going to take you uh, months, years to. Get cleanse yourself of all of that baggage from just say ten years of going through constant cycle of hurt, pain, causing hurt, uh, causing pain, or or just inserting or inflicting pain through through our intercourse too as well. So when it got to a point where I came to myself, I looked myself in the mirror and I was talking to God. I said, Why are all my relationships ending the same way? I mean, it, the only difference was it was with a different woman. That was it. They all ended the same way. I mean, repeatedly, the same exact way. So before I married my my wife that I was with, that I'm with now, um, I actually took 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 a year and a half to two years, and I just dedicated that to myself. Mm-hmm. To myself. I mean, it was very hard. I mean, and I found out some things about myself that that I wouldn't have found out about myself if I kept going through that whole rebounding period, the whole 30-minute love period, uh, needing, needing that instant gratification. I literally took that time to heal and come closer to myself, actually made love to myself because, I mean, I was this man that was hurt deep down inside from things that was in my past, that was in my childhood, that I had to cleanse myself of. I mean, I, I literally had to fall back in love with myself all over again. And the thing is, people may see you out smiling and shaking hands, doing everything, but they do not know what's actually going on in the inside. I mean, I was hurt. I was broken. And so when I took that time and I got to my got got um, to the deepest core root of my life life's greatest project, which is myself, I was like that prodigal son coming back home and coming back in tune with myself. Doesn't make sense, and that's what people have to do, and that's what people are scared to do because they're scared to find out to find out some of the things that they know that they're going to find out about themselves. Probably some things that people have already said, or some people something some things that people have already picked up on, but they're scared to come to the realization of this is how I really am. So how can I fix this to move on or move past um, this stumbling block or the stagnation in my life? And so, so why, okay, you use the word scared because they're scared to um, find out about themselves. Don't you, don't, don't you think they already know? So you're saying that they're probably scared to face it or do something about it maybe? Yeah, because we're in denial. A person can be in denial about who they really are. Okay. You see what I'm saying? They They can know who they are. 
but they're going to be, you can, a person can lie to themselves to make themselves believe, like, okay, I'm this person, or I'm not this person, or what have you. We are in denial to the point of creating our own story right. about ourselves. And I guess Does that's that what I meant said about how, you know, when we, how, how will a relationship work from that? And that's what I meant about when you said earlier about the uh, one or two, you get hurt one or two times in life. And that's what I meant when I said, you know, most of us, if we really be honest, the times that we've been hurt, the the people that we've allowed to get to that point to be able to hurt us, if we look back, mm-hmm. they should not have, have been in our lives anyway because we saw the signs long before that this is not the person, but we don't know who we are, so we don't know how to identify who is for us or who is not because we really don't know who we are, who we're looking for, why, what we want to do with them. When we get them, we don't want them, and when we don't yeah. have them, we want them. It's sick. It's just, it's just, it just keeps going and going and going. It's, it's, a, rep- it's a repetitive cycle. Right, right. And all the while we're doing this, I, I heard you and Trent both. Well, you, you haven't mentioned yet, but I know we're going to go there because I, I wanted to go there because Trent went there as well about his daughters. You know, while we're doing all of this, there are children involved. And yeah. that's, where, that, that's where it just comes forefront for me because, mm-hmm. you know, if you listen to this show, kids do it for me. Kids they're mm-hmm. just my heart, my because I feel like they are the most misunderstood people, and we make decisions. We bring them into this world, uh, mm-hmm. being responsible for them, but we make decisions that kill them spiritually, that kill yeah. kills their inside. And so while we're doing mm-hmm. all this, trying to figure out who we are, who we are, and jumping from man to man or woman to woman, we're creating lives who depend on us for their exactly. spiritual, emotional being for a direction in this world, and we're try- it's like blind leading the blind. And so we mm-hmm. keep, that's what you're saying, with, it just repeats itself because now it's not just us, it's my child as well. It's your child mm-hmm. as well. So, and here we go again because they're going to meet someone and, and start over. So let's, that takes me to here. why, and I, I know your answer, but I want you to share this again, <laughs> why the on relationship. And I know, you know, last time you talked about your daughter, but just go over that with us again about, how, and I, if I, I don't want to quote you wrong, but I thought I remember you saying you didn't want your daughter to run into you, since, yeah. if that's the way to put it. So tell us about the book and, and, and why uh, in relation to your daughter, being a father. Well, being a, I mean, like, well, being a father, I mean, it, that's one of the, um, the greatest uh, accomplishments in my life, you know, because um, now it's like I have a life that's actually looking at me for direction um, to as well. I mean, she's a daddy's girl. And so I know how I was um, as a young man too as well, and, 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 and uh, I know how I I was in my early in my early years too as well. So the thing is is that, this uh, I'm trying to think. Um, this book right here, uh, when my daughter gets old enough to where she can really read it and uh, comprehend it, she's going to understand. But before she even gets to reading, she's going to understand the value of her work. She's going to understand that that how she's supposed to be treated as a young lady. She's going to understand and know that there are certain things that men are supposed to do for women. Uh, to as well, and they're not doing it, then uh, boom, you can't, you can't 
come into my lane, too, as well. And I know there's going to be some things that my daughter's going to have to learn on her own, too, as well. But if I can just set up that core foundation for her to understand certain things in life and in and, and dating, too, as well, I mean, that that does my heart all the good, uh, too. And so what's, my daughter is my is my is my heart and uh, and just being able to uh, instill core values in her young and be a part of her life at an early age now, especially in this uh season of my life where I am now, per se than where I was years ago, uh before she was born, it means a lot because now she can see me as an example of like, okay, well, I want someone like my daddy, or I want someone that 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 exemplifies the same characteristics or manhood, or or traits similar to my dad. And I think that's I think that's a lot of uh, men' uh, uh, vision when they have uh, daughters too as well is that um, if they're active in their daughters' lives or whatever, they want they want to try to still core values in their daughter, uh, in their daughter's life so they can understand and understand the mindset of of men per se when they get older too as well. Okay. What do you feel the purpose of a man um in a woman's life? What do you what what do you feel the purpose of a man, you know, in, in a woman's life? Well well our purpose as a man uh, actually started before before the beginning of time. We were put here to as as leaders, as conquerors, as cultivators. And that's our purpose. That's our that's our job as a man is to be leaders, conquerors, and cultivators of women. But here in this time, in the twenty first century round of dating, I mean the roles are reversed. I mean you have you have women that are that are leading men and and just taking on everything in the man's role too as well. And it, and it not saying there's anything wrong with that, but you you have to have we as men we have to have some some type of uh we have to get back to that, that point of understanding our role and understanding where where our purpose uh in life comes from and, and what we were put here for. We were put here with an assignment, uh too as well. And we and we, we are the we are the leaders of our family. So we are the leaders when we have families we, we are to lead and, and and give them direction too as well. Does that make sense? It does and I and just for to stay on that word cultivate for a minute. I like it just to kinda of help people understand cultivate. I love if we want to give another word, develop, promote. Yeah. You know, nurture, mm-hmm. encourage, foster. Mm-hmm. Improve, yeah. which is a good one, yeah. and that's and important. That's, and that's what we're supposed to do. Exactly. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't. Many people don't realize how important um, the male role model is in the in in, in the life of a daughter, a sister, mm-hmm. a mother, um, an aunt. We just have no idea how 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 men as leaders, as fathers, as brothers. We don't understand the power that that we get from that, from being cultivated, from being uh, encouraged through you. Your words. I told I told my son long many years ago because um, he. I guess it's okay to say this, but he had a way of words. I always said you probably could talk somebody out of the grave uh, because he <laughs> had a way of 
the point where I had to say, you have to be careful because you're speaking yeah. these kind words, but women listen with their heart, especially yeah. broken women, especially ones who, who who's not been developed or improved or fostered or supported. You can say, you could be at work, hi, you look nice today, I like those shoes. And they heard, oh, they're on the phone that night, girl, he spoke to me. Do you think he likes <laughs> all these things, as crazy as that sounds? But yeah. I really love your, your explanation of that cultivate, and I want women to just mm-hmm. just really get that in mind. So if, all, if, mm-hmm. you're, if men are here to give us that, then we just kind of need to relax and let men do what they do, what mm-hmm. they were put here to do. That being said, we also need men to do that, or at least attempt to, because there's not going to be mm-hmm. any perfect situation. But I love the, the word cultivate. Really and the thing too, also just to chime in on uh, what you were saying, uh, also too, like if in a relationship, if you seriously wanted to work, and if if the the man is not fully into that into his role or calling as man, a woman can actually cultivate a man too as well, to the point of her of him fully being able to cultivate her too as well, basically giving him that support, that backbone, that that extra oomph. To ba- to basically um, be able to cultivate her. Does that make sense? It, it does. I I, I, yeah. I take that as just be having um, what will we say? Um, believing in, like you said, being mm-hmm. supportive. But I think exactly. men men don't feel that uh, women have faith or believe that they are they can they are capable. Um, and I think as women, we sometimes overlook that and we don't encourage or say thank you um, enough. We don't appreciate. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the word. We don't show enough appreciation mm-hmm. to our men yeah, who then, are trying. <laughs> yeah. And then, too, you also have some men here that just that just won't, don't believe fat needs degrees or whatever and don't want to fall into that leadership role, too, as well. And, then, and the one thing I stress to uh, to men that I that – I, uh, that I talk to on a daily basis or that email me uh, for questions and I give masters and stuff like that is that um, women are taken by a man's leadership. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, a woman, in my opinion, you can agree or disagree with me, a woman will not show you the love and affection that you're due based on your leadership, meaning that how can she fully submit to you if your leadership is not fully intact? Uh, I mean, does that make sense? I totally how can, agree. How can, how, totally can, how, can, how can how can a woman fully follow a man in his leadership, his dominion, his his direction is not in place? That's where that 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 goes to the point of where we have to stop running from our calling and our purpose because these are the things that that should that should exude from us, that should pour from us when we walk. I mean, you you should be able to understand and see and feel that characteristic coming from us. And, it, and it, 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 it hurts my heart sometimes when you don't have men that falls in that place or, or that characteristic is not exuding from them, but they still expect a woman to fully submit. You have some that do, that fully submit, but that's not the way it's supposed to be, or uh, whatever, too, as well. And you have men that, that strike fear into women to actually get that, which, which my heart goes out to them as well. What are some examples of um, men leading? What are some of the things that 
leaders do as a man? What just comes me. natural? <laughs> me, um, me personally, I would say my, I would take, I would say myself. I'm, I've learned to be a selfless person to care about others before I do myself. Just like, so like, just say with my wife, um, I will make sure my wife has everything before I have anything. Basically, put her, put her feelings before my own. Does it make sense? And mm-hmm. and that 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 right there in itself, um, to me shows good qualities of of a leader. Being able to put a person's needs before your own, being able to give great direction, being able to uh, be, being able to um, um, advise, being able to give great great advisement to as well. So that's one of the things that I do. Okay. Okay. Just give now, me personal experiences. That, that's fine. That's, those are good. Let's spend um, a little bit. We have we have we're coming up on our hour, but I want I do want to talk about uh, the power of a woman's worth. What? Because so many women, um, we just don't understand uh, the power that we have that's within us. We mm-hmm. are. You know, we carry child, children, or a child, hopefully we just one, for nine months. <laughs> this, this, think about how amazing this is to, to, to bring life into this world. Mm-hmm. And just our intuition, our discernment about things, so many things that yep. we possess that we're not able to tap into because we are just searching and running and never really figuring it all out because we don't sit down long enough to know who we are and get into our own mind. So talk to us, spend these last, uh, you know, five minutes or so on the power of a woman's wife. The thing is, is that I tell women that your, your worth is undeniable and your value is priceless. I mean, that means exactly what it says, meaning that we need you. Men, we need you. I mean, we can't live without you. You are the backbone of us. You are the backbone and support of us. I mean, just think about this when, um, go back to the biblical time, Samson was the strongest man in the world, strongest man in the world ever. But his weakness came from a woman at the time. See, the thing is is that is that um, I'll use a personal experience. Even my wife, when, I, when I'm feeling down to my lowest form, when I'm feeling like I'm having one of those days where, where I, I just don't feel like I have enough to get through the day, my wife, she can say a few words or she can come and, and hug me or whatever, and it's, like, and it's like energy. It's like a transfusion of energy. It's like a transfusion of, of I mean, I don't know what it is that comes from her to me, and it's like, okay, well, I feel better. I'm ready to go out through my day. And that's and that's just one example of it. I mean, it's it's so many plethora examples that that I can uh I can go in detail about a woman's worth. It's that I mean you guys you guys are <laughs> awesome. I can't even explain it right now because I mean it's words can't even describe it. Uh to when it breaks my heart to see that, that women certain women don't understand it and they have not tapped into that. And they let and they let a person or a man define who they are. They actually let a man devalue 
their worth. She was, well, instead of um, actually um, getting getting to the root and understanding yourself and understanding your worth and understanding who you are as a woman. I mean, it breaks my heart to, to see that women, they let men do that to them. And it breaks my heart that men actually do that too as well, knowing how much we need them and how much power we get from them too as well. Um, just 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 from what I explained about the transfusion of energy coming from my wife into me too as well. It's it's more so of a of a spiritual thing on that too as well. But I mean words really can't describe we I mean we need you guys. We need you. And so the thing is is that once once um we get to the point of understanding that that uh that you guys worth is undeniable and your value is priceless and, and women understand that too as well. I think that we would uh, I think certain things will go better in as far as personal development and in uh relationships too as well. Okay. I have just a few more questions and I'm I promise I know I said I want to do an hour but I can't let you go. Just want just a few more. Um, oh, you're fine. Okay. What what advice would you give um, to to men and women? And I guess start with with either um, fathers, husbands, brothers. You know, women, mothers, wives, sisters. What advice would you give to the men, to the women? Um, something to take away from tonight as it relates to cultivating each other. I guess we'll stay there with that word. What advice would you give so that we do better? Uh, well, the one thing that I would say is that um, now in this time that we're in, uh, you have the media doing a lot of the cultivating of the minds of both men and women in a lot of areas. You have the media... Um, dominating the minds and cultivating and shaping the minds and developing the minds of of both men and women, basically having them thinking that what the media say we are, this is who we are. But understand that we do not have to conform with what the media say we are. We are much more than that. We deserve much more than what the media say we deserve. We are more than a stereotype. Does that make sense? We are more than... We are more than 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 a twerk video. Women, you're more than just a twerk video. Men, you're more than just uh, what you see on on BET or the glam, the glitz, or the light. You are put here with a purpose and an assignment. And until you get to that point of understanding what your purpose and your assignment is, and also getting back connected with your Connecting source to understand that, then you're gonna also you're gonna always always be walking out here in this world lost mentally, too as well. <clears throat> okay, okay, and thirty minute love. Would you mind just a <laughs> little, and then we'll check our calling. I, I, <laughs> I get a lot of questions about that virally. <laughs> About the thirty minute love, I think that went viral. Uh, I think a lot of people love that analogy. And with thirty minute love, is is basically talking about the whole microwave effect of dating. How we like our food, we like it instant, we like it fast, we like it. We're we're on the go all the time. We pop it in the microwave for thirty seconds to a minute. Boom, it's done. 
That's exactly how we like our love life, which leads us into the whole rebounding stage. I mean, once we get we like once we go through a bad relationship, we want to go on to the next person to try to mend those broken those those wounds or those emotional scars that we've gotten from the last relationship too as well. And not understanding what that what that is doing to us mentally, that's putting us in a mental state of constantly going through emotional cycles, constant cycles, constant roller coasters, constantly going through the same thing that we're going through because what that 30-minute love do, it, you, it puts you in an instant gratification mode because you anything instant, anything quick, you want it. You know, saying as far as your love, like anything somebody say to make you feel good in that vulnerable moment, you fall for it. It, it puts you in a, in a state of having cloudy judgment. You won't be able to decipher good value when you're in this whole 30-minute love because you're instead of adding baggage on top of baggage on top of baggage, not getting rid of any baggage, but you're adding baggage on top of baggage on top of baggage. So when your God's gift really comes around, when God places your God, your the person he has for you in your life right there in front of you, how how is that person going to get through all that baggage? Just like just like on a parasail belt, you have all that baggage and that luggage going around in the airport. It takes about it takes years. Just put like this in your love life. It's going to take years to get rid of that baggage if you keep on adding baggage on top of the baggage. So how is the person going to weed through all that baggage to get to the real use? Because you're adding baggage on top of baggage on top of baggage. You know, that made me think about what you talk about, the internal in, internal seeker. But we won't go uh-huh. into that because we to get the book. Oh. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a whole another two hours. Right that's, a whole, that's a show alone. That's a show by itself. Um, yeah. But, but you're so right. And, and as you talk about the media, as we, and for those of you who are still on with us, I thank you guys for, for hanging in with us. I see good number of calls, see some new numbers out that I don't recognize. Thankful for that. So feel free to chime in. You still can get a question or a comment in. Select the number one, and I'll pull you in. Uh, same with the chat line. You can Well, you can chat there, and I'll get it as well. And I don't think I said that, so I, I'm sorry. I don't think I said that all night, but, but we do see it. Um, you talk about the media, and you're so, so, so on it there. We just – the media just has – torn us to pieces, and it continues mm-hmm. to do so. It's like it's torn the, it's tearing the pieces into pieces. Um, <laughs> as you were talking, I, I, I thought about how so many of us, we want, especially women, I'm going to say just for women, I'm going to stay there for a minute, we want to be married, but we don't want the marriage because it, that it's mm-hmm. work. It is, it is work. And, and I've kind of changed mm-hmm. it to doing life with because, I think this whole marriage thing seems, not that I don't support marriage, that's not what I'm saying, but if, if I like to say that I choose to do life with you. I choose, mm. we want a husband or we want to be a mother, but we don't want to be a wife. And, yeah. and those should just kind of, we should think about that. We want the house, but we don't want to make it a home. We don't, we don't, mm-hmm. we don't want to, well, I won't say that, but, but there's things that <laughs> it comes with yeah. that. That should just come natural. If you want these things, mm-hmm. then it's work. If I want a car, then I should want to drive or know how to drive. Exactly. You know, it's things like just, you know, one and two. But it's not to some people. And mm-hmm. 
I I say I go back to self. You have to spend some time with you. You have to know who you are. You have to like you. Just mm-hmm. you have to like you. You have to like the good. You have to like the bad. Own up to that bad. Make a decision. If I'm going to keep this bad or not, how am I going to get past this? Always working to improve self. Because, again, mm-hmm. if you don't like you, if you don't want to spend time with you, it might seem good in the beginning with a new relationship. It might seem mm-hmm. exciting because you let the sex in, you, you, you're doing this, you're doing that. But when all mm-hmm. that plays out in the midnight hour, when you're not, you find yourself not going anywhere every weekend, not going to the movies, not dressing up for him like you used to and he vice versa, what do you really have? Yeah, what do you exactly. What do you have? So, you know, we put so many, we, we judge our relationships or we compare them to the media. Look at the media. Who stays with who in there? And they have the money, the house, the car. They should be stress-free. They should be loving one another. I mean, they should be happy people if it was money and mm-hmm. houses cars that do it. Mm-hmm. But that does not work either. So that yeah. should tell us something. So... I say if you're gonna do if you're gonna choose to do life with someone, make sure you've already did life with you. And that if exactly. you ever have to come back to that, you will be okay. You will be okay. I'm not saying you won't hurt, but you will be okay. And just to end it on for for me, what did it for me is spending time with me, going through that hurt and pain and I still go mm-hmm. through it. Still go through it. Yeah. But God did it for me. Getting that relationship, I say for women, if you treat your relationship with God like you do with that new man that comes along that you Mm -hmm. pray for and you think the very first one comes along after your prayer is the one and you don't go through, what did you say, Aaron, the 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 observation? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the the observation, (laughs) the observation of evaluation, yeah. Yeah, you're so ready to have a man till you forget all about that. It's just a man. Regardless, yeah. it's just a man. And then you move forward so yeah. quickly to you you get to a point, well, who is this? That's a bad place. Forever in the same house, in the same bed, is, for, is a long time to do with somebody that you really don't like. It, it really is. Trust me. <laughs> That's miserable living. Seriously. Yeah. So, lots of things to think about. Um, I want mm-hmm. to give just a few announcements Um one, starting with, for those of you who are listening, we're going to, and I should have I should have asked Trent to tell, to give some information about, oh, gosh. Trent, if you are, and he is. Okay, I'm going to pull Trent back in because I want to give some information on a couple of things. Trent, I have you back in. I, wanna, I want you to give your information about what you do, the shows, but I also want to just tell our audience about, the women's conference that we're going to have here in Memphis, just because it's in Memphis, that does not mean you cannot drive here. Um, if you want to come and you need some assistance with setting up some rooms, actually, if for those of you who want to come drive in, you know, get in touch with me because what we'll do is try to get uh, group rates and things like that. But we have a women's conference coming June 28th here at Cannon Center. Um, more information to come. We're going to kind of post everything out there at the end of this month, um, no later than. I'm shooting for the end of the month. And, again, it's Conversations with Women. And I have Aaron, who's on tonight. He'll be a part of it. Trent, who was 
is on now. He's going to speak again, but he, you heard him earlier. Uh, he's going to be one of the, the conversationalists. Am I saying that right? Um, Anthony D. Collins. Um, we have possibly Andre Curry um, and Rodney Jordan, and then my son Brandon Gator, who's here. So we just have a panel of men, and I and I did not intend for it to be that way. When I started working on this last year, I thought women's conference. Let me start looking for women, and it started with my son asking. Mom, can I speak? And I thought, well, yeah, but it's women. And he thought, okay, but I, I have something to say. And so then it went from there to Anthony, and then it just continued. To, and I think, Erin, um, you reached out, and I was like, okay, I guess this is the way it's supposed to be. And that's okay because I think we as women need to hear from you all. I think we really need to hear what you think, what you have to say, because more and more I'm finding men who are saying, I don't even want the sex. It's not even appealing to me anymore. I've had many men say that they're just sick and tired of women flaunting and throwing it at them but having no substance, having no value in, even in themselves. And to the point where they, I, I don't even want to make a mistake and get a baby with somebody like this. So I don't even want to give up. So that being said, get in touch with me if you're interested in attending uh, the conversations with women. Um, I'm going to be sitting out in the audience with my pen and paper as well, uh, just kind of taking it all in. All in. So June 28th at the Cannon Center. Info at butterflyevolution.org. If you want to email me, info at butterflyevolution.org. I'm on Facebook, Tammy Gator. You can reach out to Trent Williams. Conversations with Trent, Aaron Jordan. You can reach out to him, and he'll they'll you know get in touch with me or, or get the answers for you as well, but plan to hey, attend. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Go I'm ahead. On. Can you hear me, Trent? Can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Yeah, actually, I just wanted to, wanted to touch on, on on your women's conference. I think it's uh, a wonderful thing that you're doing. I think that it's uh, an even, you know, greater thing that you're doing, bringing guys like Aaron and Anthony and all those folks on to a to a panel, who better to speak to to these single women, or and to women in general who who's actually going through things, whether you're in a marriage or you're not. Um, what they should expect is some straight talk with no chaser. Um, Aaron is just giving you guys some uh, some real good information uh, from from his book, so it'll be just straight talk uh, through and through, and. You know, it'll, it'll be experiences from. I'm sure Aaron's writing from experiences. That's what I get from him when I read his book. He's speaking from experiences and everything from him attempting to take his life because of a situation. Um, talking about leaving my kid and leaving a situation. So it'll be some honest talk. Get ready for some honest talk, and we'll light those candles and make sure that. All those uh, all those ladies, they get a clear understanding of what um, we're trying to do here. We're uh, we're attempting to change some lives and and get some folks' lives together to where they make better decisions in life. So I'm I'm proud to be a part of it. Um, Aaron, I'm sure is proud to be a part of it as well as well as them. So this but this butterfly thing, hopefully we can make it a um, you know an annual thing and. I'll, I'll just put my uh, my two cents in 
as I say all the time. I put my two cents in, and <laughs> I, you know, I'll, I'll come. I'll come to Memphis every year if you get it. And uh, it's all about just pushing people forward. Right. So if we if we if we can push people forward, not just women, but men in general, just to show that hey, this is not what you're supposed to be doing because I used mm-hmm. to be that guy. Yeah. Stop it, and let's just move forward. You know, um, I'll be there every year for you, Tammy. So you just let me know, and uh, I'm there. And I'm sure Aaron and Big for Anthony as well. He'll be there as well. Right. So, yeah. Every year. Before we'll, you go, we'll um, make sure that we give get your information out, and of course, we're going to get Aaron's out as well. But just make sure they you tell them about the conversations with Trent, because I know you have a couple of things going before that uh, in Atlanta. Yes. Um, yes, yeah, it's the conversations. Um, Roundtable with Trent. It's a book tour that um, I did it a couple of years ago um, and kind of slowed up because I had a lung collapse uh, over in, in Atlanta. I had a book signing and had another conversation. So I kind of slowed up for a while, um, had some surgery done. And this is my second leg going out, and I'm, I'm actually introducing Anthony, Anthony D. Collins, on this tour. It'll start in uh, Chicago April 12th going to Atlanta, May 10th, and then we'll be, um, these dates got me confused, uh, we'll be in in, in, uh, in Houston on the 21st, and then we'll, we'll see you guys on the 28th, and we're doing something down in Charlotte. From uh, It'll be a conversation convention down there June 5th through the uh, 6th, I think it is. So it'll be Thursday through Saturday that uh, Anthony and I will be down there. But we'll be uh, we'll be in a, the, the most important thing is we'll be kicking it off in in Chicago on the twelfth at the Simeon uh, Convention Center there, and then May tenth in Atlanta we'll be at um, I think it's Kitty's Kitty's Cafe or Cat's Cafe, mm-hmm. and we'll also be doing uh, we're doing traditional radio starting in Atlanta on uh, AM eight twenty in Atlanta so. We're gonna take this uh take this thing as far as we can take it and then we'll bring the fellows along, Anthony I mean I'm sorry, Aaron and and, and Sean along with us uh from that. And then we'll That's end right. up you're in you're you're in Houston, right? You live in Houston. No, I live in New Orleans now, so New I'm Orleans, kinda, okay. I'm, yeah. Uh, Los Angeles, uh, Michigan, Houston and I'm, I was born and raised in New Orleans. So I'm back in New Orleans and Back home. So, I need to talk. Well, I thought you were in Houston. Need to get with you about New Orleans for the BP. Um, not sure if you're familiar. I'm sure you're familiar with the oil spill, but I do some uh, mm-hmm. do BP reports, sending you know okay. do the processing for their reports. And uh, we were actually going to try to come down that way and get some businesses signed up. A lot of people don't know that they can file those claims if they were affected. Where well, they were affected, they just don't realize the the ins and outs surrounding that. So mm-hmm. I need to connect you. I didn't know I didn't realize you were in New Orleans. Yeah, actually I am I'm originally back in New Orleans um about three and a half years now, so yeah. Okay. That's good. Okay. I mean just hey let's connect. I mean you yeah, we have yeah. I have your numbers as well so we can yeah, get that I going will. and get that together. We'll okay, that definitely together. will. But you know this uh this thing you know this thing that Aaron's talking about and this thing that Anthony talks about you know, guys, you know, they're serious about this. I wouldn't be affiliated if Aaron wasn't serious. Aaron wouldn't be doing a show 
starting on the 12th, the Anthony and Aaron show on uh, on, on Block Talk Radio. Right. If uh, if they weren't serious, I, I believe in them and I, I believe in, in what they're doing, and I support I support that 100. percent It's authentic, and, and that's all we deal with is authentic. And I believe in it. Make sure you guys pick up his book. He's a solid brother, and you know he, he supported heavily on this end. Wonderful. Much love. Wonderful. Much love, sir. Yeah, so get the book and, and how to find you on Facebook and wherever else, the sites and all that, the YouTubes, just give out as much information for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, my website, you can get information about myself and uh, you can order my book from uh, com. Uh, for you Kindle uh, readers, you can go to Amazon.com and uh, you can order the Kindle version. Uh, March the 12th, actually next Wednesday, will be the uh, premiere of my own show with, along with Anthony Collins out of Chicago, Illinois. It be called the Anthony and Aaron Show. It premieres um, on Wednesday, every other every second Wednesday, every other Wednesday uh, at 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. Be sure to tune into that. Um, you can also uh, follow me on Facebook, which is uh, facebook.com forward slash author Aaron Jordan Jr. Also follow me on Twitter at Aaron Jordan Jr. Um, IG. Instagram, ATJordan22, and um, that is all my contact information. I'm looking forward to uh, touching. My my whole primary goal is, I mean, the books, the book, book sales are fine, but my whole primary goal is to actually this year in 2014 is actually touch a million lives, and that that is exactly. my personal goal. And uh, and uh, and uh, I prayed about it, you know, and I prayed to God and that. And uh, and ask him what you've instilled in me, what you have imparted in me to write in that book. I ask you to let me touch a million lives with that message, whether right. it's speaking, to, whether it's speaking through to someone, or someone listening to me on a radio show, or someone listening to me uh, on an interview, or someone reading a post from what I'm saying on Facebook or any type of social media. The thing is, is that this is something that has to get out to people because people are yearning for it. People are yearning for information to move past that stuck point in their life. I mean, it's people out there, it's someone out there right now that's sitting with the with uh with with a bottle in their hand, drinking away their pain, drinking away their hurt. To, piggy, to piggyback off to piggyback off of what Aaron's saying, um, when when you see us out and all these guys are gonna be involved in this conversation, um, you know, actually the you know, um Dante and I I think we're doing eight cities, maybe ten cities right now. And then Aaron and all these, you know, Sean's gonna come along. But I want these guys to know, and it wouldn't be me if I didn't let them know, Tammy, that you know you'll get some, you know you'll get some godly stuff in there, and you'll get some straight talk with no chaser. Aaron mm-hmm. will bring the godly stuff. He'll bring the godly stuff, and we all, you know, we'll, we'll get together and we'll pray. We'll do all that stuff. But it'll be, you know, you'll get some, you'll get some straight talk with no chaser, and maybe we'll just gonna step on your toes. Anthony, you know, Anthony and Aaron will we'll all say the same thing, but I'll say it a little different. And That's just, what I'm saying. So that I bring, I bring <laughs> the practical. I bring the practical with the spiritual. <laughs> on dating so, a relationship. Yeah. I, I got so the perfect 
schedule of this guy. It's like, okay, Anthony and Aaron will, will you know, feed, feed you the word, and then Trent will come along and just push it down your throat, pop your side of the head. Get it? Did you get it? <laughs> There you yeah. go. Do you get it? Do you, did you get it? Did you get it? Go do something with did, it. Did, did, did you get what he just said? I mean, just, here it is. <laughs> this, this is what it is. And here's the thing, and, and I'll say this, and since we're talking about, uh, you know, Aaron's book and our relationships, my ex-wife gave me this information, I mean, just straight talk. She woke up one day and just said, hey, I don't want you other kid. You wow. can't get any more honest than that. And we're okay. not talking about someone that, we're talking about someone with a doctorate degree that graduated from Michigan State, okay? We're talking about mm-hmm. someone who's actually a VP at a, a nice company. I mean, she, she does well. We're, we're talking about someone who was honest about it. So I have to give all credit to my ex-wife for actually this platform for the straight talk and no chaser. Here is what it is, okay? He doesn't want you. All right, we tried everything. We prayed together. We did all that stuff. But maybe, hey, maybe God does not have that for your life. So exactly. let's move forward. So let's move forward. Let's move forward in a positive manner, raise these kids, and keep it pushing. And that's that's pretty much it. But yeah. that that's the that's the nucleus that, that, that works with myself, Aaron, Anthony, Sean, Will. I mean it's like, hey, we're just gonna be honest about it. You know, I, and I'll be the first one to say, I'm not gonna pray about nothing because I do all my praying by myself. I don't believe in anybody <laughs> praying for me. Because <laughs> I don't know what you're praying for. Exactly. So don't pray for me because I don't know what you're praying for. I'm gonna pray for me because I know I know who I'm attached to. You know, I'm connected <laughs> to my. I'm, I'm attached to God. I'm attached exactly. to Jehovah. But exactly. I don't want everybody praying for me. But that's why you know all this stuff, like with Aaron, he, he connected with uh, with Anthony, and it works. Mm-hmm. Anthony connected with me. I connected with Sean. Will's already connected to me. And it all works people forward. And if any time that none of these guys are pushing people forward, including myself, I'll walk away from it. We're we're actually passionate about pushing people forward. So do yourselves a favor. Get Aaron's book. And he's passionate about it. I see it every day. He posts when I don't even want to see his post. I'm just saying (laughs) Because he's passionate about it. He's passionate. He's passionate about it. So respect the passion. And and just even if you don't want to buy the book, I'll give you my books for free. And then check them out. I'll give you my, that's the deal. I'll give you my books for free and then check them out. But you have to buy his books. But I'll give you mine for free. I wouldn't be affiliated with these brothers if they wasn't passionate. Wow. So, and I love that guys, and that's what it's going to take um, because our our society tends to go with what's popular. So if, if men start to build each other up, women start to build each other up, and and you know when you started, do it do it right. Just just you got to do it right. You just got to do it right. So if we start to do that, and it becomes popular to to be together, to um, uplift one another, and to do it in, a, in with such integrity until, you know, people just can't help but see what you possess and what what that is creating as a whole. And so that's what we, we're just kind of giving up. And, and like Aaron said, we just go with the media. Let media 
dictate our lives. Um, and and that's going to end. That's going to send us down a dead end if we've not already reached that, that dead end. Exactly. Um, exactly. I'll, I'll leave you guys with this, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to get out. But Memphis, you do not want to miss this event put on by Tanny. You don't want to miss it. Because we'll bring it, and I'll watch for every guy that's on the panel. I'm excited. I'm excited. So we're we're gonna stop pushing and remember, you know, just reach out to any one of us. Call me, my number nine oh one eight three zero six zero eight eight. Again, nine zero one eight three zero six zero eight eight. And then uh we'll get you next. If you need a room, you're gonna be coming in and, and all of that. So all right. Well, um anything else from, from, from you, Aaron or Trent? No, I'm not. I just I'm just looking forward to connect and touch um the okay. people, so that's my okay. big thing. Okay. I have Bye. one more announcement um for well, actually women and men, but I um going I'm going to be speaking at and this is Memphis on the twenty second. Well not speaking but I'm on a panel with three more women, um, the women identity purpose and it's they're putting on um, an open panel discussion slash brunch that will focus on, on the importance of women of all backgrounds working together to empower other women to break the cycle of poverty within the city of Memphis. They, they provided some stats that just, just blew me away as far as uh, single mothers raising kids, the, the level, um, the poverty level that they're raising the kids in in these single-family homes. So if you can come out, this is March 22nd, um, starts at 10 o'clock. If you want more information on that, let me know. It's at the DeNoval Learning Center on Cooper. Again, March 22nd, some powerful women. I'm, I'm just another example of, of God, God opening doors because when I look at these people compared to, you know, they have all the, the PhDs and all this, Tammy shouldn't be up there, and and I don't know how this lady got my number to call. I still don't know the lady she's tried to tell me, but God opens those doors. When you see God and his righteousness, God will open doors. He will give you your heart desires. He will put you into your calling and your passion and your purpose. And when I go do this, it doesn't feel like work. It does not feel like work. I I was supposed to be out of town for the BP claim process today, I I couldn't go. I just didn't feel good. But had I had somewhere to speak, I'm sorry, and and I would have did it for free. But there it is. It, it, it's it's just we I I can't explain it. You just have to get it for yourself. You just have to get it and know it for yourself. So women, just as these men are doing, let's join together. Let's be able to have conversations with women after they leave. Let's be able to join together and help one another. Let's be able to do that, and let's stop beating each other up, putting each other down. Let's start a movement in doing that, and Absolutely. let's start it. Absolutely. That's all I have Aaron, to say. Aaron, Aaron, I'll see you soon, man, and uh, I'm proud of you, brother, and continue to post and continue to post those videos. Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. I appreciate it. Not a doubt. Thank you, Trent. Thank you. Okay, Aaron. Okay. Um, I'm sure every. Let me see. I want to make sure no one new has come in because you've given out your information. Okay. If you if you guys for some reason did not get this information, you certainly can go back. You don't have to listen to the or you 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 miss it or, or realize you don't have it again. 
you can always listen to the archive show and just fast forward to that point towards the end where you can get it. Um, but reach out to them if you have if you like their page on Facebook. They all they both have pages on Facebook. Conversations with Trent and Aaron actually has two: your regular page and then author Aaron. Right? Is yeah, author page. Aaron Jordan. Right. So look them up, like their page, support, keep up with them, um, and just just do better. Just just take some of this in and make it work. Don't don't. I see you still out there. Don't listen to this and not put it into action. In your start with your life, because at the end of the day, I'm getting right back to our children. Their lives depend upon it. So if your children don't make you do it, I I, I really don't have much for you, really. I just don't. I don't. I said I don't understand it. I never will. I just cannot. So, that being said, uh, thank you guys for for listening, for tuning in, for staying with us. Aaron, as always, thank you. I could go on another hour, or so I still have more questions and comments, but we're gonna stop. Uh, I've talked my throat into feeling better, so that's a good thing. Maybe I just needed to talk more today. Um, oh yeah. But as always, uh, thank you for the work. Thank you just for being a positive brother, a positive man, positive husband, father, all of that. So just thank you and, and keep doing. Same with Trent. Y'all just keep doing it. We need you. We need you. We need you. As women, we need you. We need you. We need you. That being said, everyone, um, have a good night. Aaron. if you don't have anything else, any last words, we'll go ahead and bring it to a close. Do you have anything? Well, I want to say, that I just want to say this one thing, and um and um just want women to always remember this too as well, especially single women too as well. The Bible says, he that findeth a good wife, uh, no, he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. That's all I want to say. I'm just going to leave it at that. Mm. Wow. Just ponder on that for a minute. Yeah. He that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. It can say that a woman that findeth a good husband findeth a good thing. A man shall leave and cleave, leave his mother and his father and cleave to his wife, woman, too as well. So ponder on that for a minute, too, as well. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet because I could have started a whole other show what you just said, but I'm going to be quiet <laughs> and get off of here because we'll be on all night. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, always welcome. Just, just open invite. I got to get Trent in. Um, Trent, you still out there? I got to get you on. You've not been on the Butterfly Evolution. I need to get you on. I'm still, I'm still on. Just, uh, hey, you know the number. Just, uh, just call me. Okay, okay, we'll do. Yeah. So everyone, thank you for hanging out there with us. Uh, it's getting late, so we'll just kind of let you go here. Thank you again, and don't forget about next Monday. Um, we have a very, I'm sorry, not next next Monday, the 17th. Don't forget about that. If you know some teachers, some students uh, that want to participate in this writing competition, please, please, please contact me. Uh, we'll get the information to the schools, to the organizations, or whatever. And this will be a monetary uh, prize, and they will be excited about what they're going to get. Um, we're not going to reveal all of that either, so it will be a surprise, as, as well as the guest that we will announce on Monday. So I'll post that out there on Monday. Um, so please have your children, and, and, and if they don't want they don't want to participate through their school, contact me because I want every child 
to get in on this determination movement. That's what I'm calling it. So get in touch with me if you're interested in getting the rules and things like that for participating. Um, thank you, guys, and I've enjoyed it. Have a great night. Come around. 